Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Hey, Jackie. Hi, Dee. Hi. Hi. Nice to be back with you for episode 27 of our podcast. Yes. Rethinking Leadership, Serving Mm -hmm. Fresh Ideas Over Coffee. I love that. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that today we are following up on the past, you know, episode 25 was on acknowledging, episode 26 was on championing, and today, episode 27, we're talking about receiving. Mm, receiving, right? We're so used to being the provider, you know, helping others to accomplish something and we're accomplishing and, and we want others to feel better. Or here, we're going to talk about the other part of that, the receiving, because in, in right relationships, we will be the receiver and we'll be the giver. And the receiver, like actually receiving is, I think it's kind of foreign to a lot of people. I think so too. I didn't know that I had a receiver within me for like the first 39 years of my life, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And then when I started to get in touch with that idea through some training I was taking in Gestalt therapy, that it was very, very foreign to, first of all, just to even know where to start, how to receive from somebody. Because that first had to, I, I had to get comfortable with the idea that that meant that I might need something from someone mm. else. And like you said, you know, we are, we're very skilled. We grow up and learn the skills of giving, helping, nurture, help you ac- accomplish and achieve and to, you know, grow and develop. And I myself am accomplishing, I'm achieving, I'm getting things done. So this idea of receiving, whether that be help or support or as we talked about in the last two episodes, acknowledgement, receiving acknowledgements and someone else's champion of us, which means that they see us, um, that can be a little, a little more challenging for some of us. Mm-hmm. It's typically a part that's less developed. And um, I know you and I believe that there are a few reasons why that might be, why these receivers within us are a little foreign to us. So let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think one of the big reasons is this, we've talked about this here on the podcast before, this idea of scarcity. You know, we called it the lie of scarcity. And within this context, scarcity sometimes can feel like we're either playing the victim or I'm playing the hero. On the double side, you know, two sides of the same coin, either I believe that I don't deserve something, I'm falling into the victim mindset, or I fall into the hero mindset, which says, I don't need, I don't need to receive, I'm a fixer, I'm a doer, I'm going to help you. So, Either of those mentalities can basically, you know, presume upon our identity that I don't, I can't receive from you again, either because I don't deserve it or because I don't need it. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you don't need it, you know, that's, that's this feeling or our society, our culture makes that noble in a way, Mm, you know, and I think, you know, the other, the other thing that I was thinking about was the virtue of humility, you know, and I think there you know, true humility is knowing my gifts and giving them freely without blocking them. But this old thing, like of this idea of humility, like I can't accept that acknowledgement. I can't be championed. I can't be helped because that would somehow, you know, weaken this virtue right. of humility. Be egotistical. Yeah, or, be egotistical. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't accept that acknowledgement because I'm humble. You know, right. I, I remember my when I was a little girl, my grandmother told me from very early on, 
do not get a big head. So I was really, <laughs> I got really adept right. at deflecting. Really socialized, yeah. 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 The acknowledgments, any mm. acknowledgement that was coming in, it's like, oh, don't let wow. that go to my head. Mm. It's mm. so amazing how powerful words are. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether they were, maybe she spoke that to you a lot or maybe just a couple of times. I don't I know. Think, I think she did it to uh, to keep me safe, mm. you know, because she valued staying what she believed was humble, which now I know is not the true definition of humility. Right. So. Yeah. And, you know, and speaking about you know, being socialized or conditioned, just, you know, look, look at our culture today too. There's a very high value placed on being independent, being self-reliant, getting things done on my own, you know, of my own strength. Um, yeah. If I believe myself to be independent, why would I need your help? Right. If I, or your acknowledgement or your encouragement, Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. 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 I don't need it. And, and, you know, I, I've seen that in coaching leaders, if they think they don't need it, then they're less apt to give it. Um, you know, the, the client who believes himself or herself to be competent and absolutely needing to be in control at all times is limiting him or herself in a ton of ways. You know, when someone thinks that they should be independent and not needing, I personally, I do remember that. Like I was raised to be independent and not need. And so inadvertently you you kind of wear an armor, you know, that deflects any of that encouragement or acknowledgement or or help in any way. And so if it balances off, it's not going in. We're not receiving Mm. it. Because I, I do think that somewhere, like you said before, it's been maybe perceived as a weakness. Yeah. You know, if you let it in, that means that you need something. Right. My goodness. I remember a client I worked with for a long time and we finally uncovered when we were looking at like values that have been passed down in this culture, Mm -hmm. there was a big value on not asking for help. And so anytime, I mean, they weren't asking each other for help. They weren't really even sharing what they were doing and how it was going and where they were running into trouble. Like there was very little communication on the leadership team around things that were so important. And they, it was really fascinating though, because they, they recognized that they needed to be doing that, but they just really didn't know how. And they uncovered that there was just this unspoken sort of rule, I think is how they put it, that we don't ask each other for help. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and aside from blocking, like you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, it also blocked the opportunity for them to really be in rich relationship with each other, you know, to really connect and share their needs, their hopes, their successes, their vulnerabilities. And I think that's one of the other challenges with not receiving is that we do that to ourselves. You know, we block the opportunities, as we talked about in the last episode in Championing, that it's really this beautiful open space between two people where we're meeting each other very authentically. Um, yeah. And it creates, it fills us up. We need that. And, you know, like if the cycle is broken, like if I'm, if I'm championing you or I'm acknowledging you, or I'm trying to, you know, offering help from the, from really from a, a heartfelt place and you won't allow it, then the cycle's broken. The flow is stopped because it's stopped mm, with right. you. Cause you stopped it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause we had mentioned that like the, the give, when I give, you know, when we're in that really heartfelt, authentic place. Someone's giving an acknowledgement and someone's receiving it, but it's hard to tell who's, you know, who's who, right? Because I'm yes. giving, but I'm also receiving. Yeah. yeah. I know that when I'm doing my one-on-one coaching sessions, I can hardly tell who's giving and receiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I love that experience so much and it's, it's very rich and it really raises the vibration for both of us. 
Right. Yeah. So it's really receiving is such an important skill. I remember when I learned about it in the context of the Gestalt therapy training, we were, we were taught it as a skill and it had never even crossed my mind. Like they, she, you know, she, Mariah was her name. She stressed receive as a verb. It's active. You have to do it. You know, you have mm. to actively do it. Wow. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Receive so, is a verb. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so I want to just, you know, like say that here, because I know when we get to our tips towards the end, we're going to be talking about, okay, how do I grow in my ability to receive? And really part of the answer is by receiving, <laughs> by doing it, you know, by just stepping in and doing it. And so we'll break that down a little bit, you know, and, and maybe we've said enough reasons of why I bother, why do I want to learn to receive? But I think something, um, you know, culturally, I think there's these sort of societal wounds, um, of feeling disconnected, feeling lonely or separated isolation, you know, and that's not the truth. Those are, that's not the true reality. The truth is connection yes. and, and one unity. And really, I know we've talked about this in episodes like words create worlds. When I believe myself to be disconnected or separate, then I than I am. That's yeah. I am, right? Right. And what about what Brene Brown says, you know, pretty much in all of her books, it's like we are wired for connection. And it, so the, right, for belonging. And so that does require giving and receiving. Right. Yeah. I know. I, I remember her saying something in, um, I don't know if it was a TED Talk or where she said that, you know, sometimes we would rather die up there on our white horse, you know, being, this is like the hero mentality, I think, rather than get down and, you know, get in the muck with you and mm -hmm. be in real life together where sometimes I need you and sometimes you need me. And we're right. not these lone rangers up on our white horse. Right. You know? And, and can you see me when I can't see myself? Mm. And I, cause I think deep down we have this desire to be seen. That's why you allow yourself to receive because deep down right. we all want to be seen to be known authentically. Right. That, that's the truth of how we're wired. Mm -hmm. And, um, Brene Brown for, for anybody who doesn't, isn't familiar with her work. She's a researcher and she studies vulnerability and shame and we'll put all of her resources in the website, in the, um, show notes. All of her resources, that will take a lot of space. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, like her, how to find her resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her two TED Talks, we definitely encourage you if you haven't already yeah, watched them to do also. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so what can we do about this? How can we become receivers, skilled receivers, just as we are skilled givers? And um, we have come up with four tips today. You know, before we even dive into that, there was one other thing that I just, I really wanted to emphasize too, because we, we talked about like why, I think it's very difficult if people have seen receiving as a weakness or something that limits their ability to, to shine and to be, you know, noble and humble. Mm -hmm. um, so many of us in this world today feel overwhelmed and really, really stressed out. Mm -hmm. And when you are willing to be, when you're willing to receive either support or acknowledgement or championing, somehow that alleviates some of the stress, sure. and some of the overwhelm. Right. Well, I think, cause I think it links back to what we were just saying that when it, it helps me move from a place of, oh my gosh, I'm all alone. I'm, I have to figure yes. this out. Like that's the overwhelm. Like how yeah. am I going to do to all of a sudden like, wow, someone else is with me. Yeah. You know, even if you're just with me in the way that you're offering encouragement or the way you're, you know, letting me know, championing me, you can do this. I'm, I'm right. right here. You know, I see right. you, I see what you're doing. 
that helps me build belief in myself and confidence. And those two will help to over, you know, alleviate my over, my feeling of overwhelm. Cause overwhelm is a feeling of like, I can't handle it. Right? Exactly. And most people, I mean, even if regardless of whether you think you need to want to be seen or you want to be connected, most people would agree right now. They'd be, they'd like to be less overwhelmed and less stressed. So right. <laughs> yeah. So Start receiving. <laughs> yeah. Start receiving. That's mm-hmm. right. You've tried everything else. Mm. So our first tip is awareness, you know, just be aware. And actually tips one and two are kind of along these lines, but one with tip one with awareness, you know, in the moment when someone is offering you something, breathe, pause, take it in, listen to what's happening internally. Like I know sometimes somebody will be offering me even just like complimenting me on my website or on whatever. And my, I notice my wiring to want to just go, oh my gosh, I haven't updated that thing in weeks or whatever, right? So just to pause and breathe and let that in and allow their positivity in. Let their enthusiasm for me to impact me, Mm. you know? So that awareness in the moment, Mm. just recognize and let it happen. Yeah. And tip two would be being more intentional to reflect like perhaps at the end of a day to look back over your day and look for times when we didn't allow something in, when we missed an opportunity to receive something good that was being offered to me, or maybe where I wasn't willing to receive it, where I had blocks. So that idea of, you know, being self-reflective at the end to learn, to learn, wow, in what situations do I tend to deflect and in what situations am I more willing to receive? So there's a learning here where we can get more familiar with our own habits and patterns around receiving. Mm, Yeah. And then I think the third one is to set an intention for the willingness to be willing to receive. You know, can I even allow that to throw, to flow through me? You know, what would it be like and what what could what would it create? Mm, and right. you know, cuz it's different for me if Right. I will I feel this. Yeah, will I feel more connected? Will I feel seen? Will I feel appreciated? Will I feel less stressed or less overwhelmed? And then the fourth one is and I'm using this based on um the language that Anita Morjani, another an author and we'll put her book and her website in the show notes as well, where she said, in order to alleviate the stress and the fear that we are faced with day to day, that we need to open the receiving channel mm. and and really to be willing to create a, a random act of kindness to ourselves, because that's what receiving mm. will actually be. A An random act of, act of kindness. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So maybe it's spontaneous. Yeah. I don't know why that like kind of goes together for me. Random act of kindness sounds right, spontaneous. Right. What's yeah. the kindest, gentlest thing I can do for myself mm. right now? Ooh, I love that question. I'm going to take that <laughs> with me. No, really, that's a beautiful question. What's And I imagine that would help me a lot too in the moments when I'm noticing I've been triggered in some way, you know, to receive from myself. What's the kindest and gentlest thing I could do or say to myself right now? Yes. Yes. And that is an act of kindness that, that you're receiving and then that's going to ripple out. And so, I, you know, I think that if anyone that's listening has been, has benefited from hearing this, then I, I would encourage you to please share with others who you know have maybe blocked the receiving channel. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, Rethinking Leadership, Serving Fresh Ideas Over Coffee, please do so now. We would love to hear what changes for you as you open up your receiving channel. Mm-hmm. Love your comments. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Until next time.
Yeah. Feels really good. I feel like I received like a little jolt of uh, inspiration for myself here in this yes. in this episode. Well, me too, for sure. I love that last <laughs> question. And I'm sure as I go back and listen to it, there's even more. But yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. Okay. Yeah. All right, Dee. All right. Well, until Talk next to you time. Soon. Okay. All right. Bye, Jackie. Take care. Bye. We're so glad that you were here with us today, listening to Rethinking Leadership, serving fresh ideas over coffee. You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com, and you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com, and we'll see you next time.